This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Junkies, welcome back to this episode of your home for everything National Wrestling Alliance, the NWA Saturday Special. I'm your co-host Scott Ruscola. Joining me, the Doctor, Doctor Yabo, the Clown, and I'm Rufo, the Clown. Yeah, you and yeah. I pretty much become clowns because of this fucking promotion. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, doctor, it's good to hear your voice, sir. How you doing? I'm doing okay. You know, it's, uh, yeah, an- another week. You know what we say about baseball? Who cares? Who cares? Fucking terrible. Anyway, um, <laughs> it really so, is. um, a lot of wrestling, a lot of wrestling happening in the coming weeks and months. Um, but we did have a fresh, um, they did some tapings on Sunday, last Sunday at uh, Highland Park at the Studio One because they did that uh, charity event, um, fundraising event Saturday for the victims of the that Buffalo Fourth of July shooting last year. Then they did some powers, and we actually kind of have an idea of some matches for NWA 75, which will be at the end of August. And I was thinking to myself, oh, why are they going to go up against All In? which is, of course, the big show at Wembley. But don't forget, that's during the day. By the time, uh, like, if they do their normal timings, and the NWA usually does the YouTube show, like, at 6 o'clock, sometimes 7, probably 7. By then, uh, all late will probably be over. So, um, so, uh, so, yeah. So it's the last week of August. Here we are, and um, we're getting some matches. Well, at and least then there's a, we're getting some matches. That's a yeah. And a the way that it worked out was so fucking weird. But we'll get to that in a minute. Um, and then Billy Corgan did an interview, and his interviews, I, I he might as well write another Smashing Pumpkins album because the interview made about as much sense as his songs did. So. And that was fine in 1993, but anyway. So, Power, this past Tuesday, uh, in a non-title tag match, one of the few happy things about the NWA that I like, that you and I both like, is our world tag team champions, La Rebellion, Bestia, (laughs) C-A-C-A-C-A-S, and Mecha Wolf. Vampiro now seconds them to the ring, which is kind of cool. And they were taking on the Brothers of Funstruction, <laughs> Rufo and Yabo the Clown, a tag team 
of fucking clowns. And they're not even cool clowns like like Matt Bourne Doink. They're not even cool heel clowns. They're fuck sticks. And <laughs> you could tell you had a long day at work. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> fuck sticks. Do you want to have a, do you want to have a fuck a tag team called the Fuck Sticks? I would love we a have, tag team called the Fuck Sticks. That we have the Ding Dongs, so I have the Fuck Sticks. That think. is true. <laughs> I would love a team called the Fuck Sticks. That would be pretty great. Anyway, so, all right. So I, th- it's a non-title match. We thought it would be, you know, just kind of a thing to put them over. But guess who gets the win? The Fuck Sticks. <laughs> Oh, boy. Where do we go from here? They, should be, they shouldn't be called the brothers of Funstruction. They should be called the brothers of Fuckstruction. Fuckstick and Shitstick. The sticks. <laughs> they actually beat the World Tag Team Champions in 717. If they go to NWA 75 and beat La Rebellion, I quit. Why aren't they wrestling Knox and Murdoch? They won the fucking Crockett Cup. Now, they may still wrestle Knox and Murdoch, but I kind of know Billy, and Billy's a, kind of an idiot, so I could see them having a tag title match at the pay-per-view. I just know that. Another singles match. Ricky I, don't, I don't think your voice is going to be used on a pay-per-view anymore. <laughs> nah, probably not. Yeah, I know, right? Probably not. What if they, unless, unless, uh, Billy wants, wants them to be, unless, uh, you know, Billy or, uh, Pat Kenny wants them to be called the fuck sticks. I don't know. Well, you see, this is, this is what happens after the honeymoon period. You know, like AEW fans, they, when, when the honeymoon period's over, this is what happens because if you listen to our show a couple of years ago, it was like, we never said a negative thing about NWA. So. But that's because it was booked well. And that and there's an article there's a there's an article or there was an interview that that Trevor Murdoch did that that is absolute makes absolutely no fucking sense but we'll get to that too in a minute. Ricky Morton then defeated Koa Laxamana in a singles match with his son who who obviously is the junior heavyweight champion Kerry Morton who's clearly a heel now but uh then Austin Idol brings out his second masked guy you have Sion and now you have Zion <laughs> oh, that's great. That's that's ingenious. That's like the awesome creative tag team name of Nox and Murdoch. Uh, Zion defeated Rolando Freeman, so that was one happy thing. That skinny little turd bag got his ass kicked, so that was nice. <laughs> they won't be they won't be booking him to win the world title. The skinny little shit. Um, in any event, he was doing his whole little slappy dance. His fucking mullet weighs more than he does. Um, then we had an eight man, an eight woman tag match: Natalia Markova and Pretty Empowered. Ella Envy, Kylie Page, and Roxy defeated M95, Ruthie J, and the world women's champion, or women's world champion, Camille. Camille didn't get pinned. Duh. I think, uh, I think Maddie did. Uh, pretty empowered. But see, Natalia Markova, is she a heel? Now, here's the problem, because here's the hypocrisy of Trevor Murdoch's interview. Camille is a babyface. Natalia Markova is supposed to be a heel, but she's treated like crap by Pretty Empowered. So I don't know what the fuck's going on there. But we are getting that rematch at NWA 75. We'll get to that in a minute. Then the main event. And this is what made no fucking sense to me whatsoever. 
So Silas, Hillbilly Silas, Thrillbilly Silas, who I think is in a heel stable now with Alex Taylor and, and Kerry Morton, taking on EC3, who I think is also a heel, Silas getting another national heavyweight championship match. Uh, it wasn't a bad match. Ran a little over seven minutes. It actually was good. And honestly, in the grand scheme of things, Doctor, except for a guy here and there, Tyrus, the in-ring is still pretty solid. Yes. The in-ring is not the problem. EC3 wins the match. Okay. He gets in the ring. He stands in the middle of the ring, holding up the national heavyweight title belt. Then he just drops it and leaves. And immediately, and this is where this made no fucking sense. Joe Galley just goes, oh, my God, he's going after Tyrus in NWA 75. There's your world heavyweight title match. Oh, my God, Tyrus and EC3. EC3 is going for the title. And I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck are you talking about? Was it why are you missed? Why are you flipping out? Did I? Right. We were, were, did we miss something? He just dropped the national title and walked out of the ring. And I'm like, okay. Which, which is fine. I, I don't have no, that I didn't have a problem with. It's just that. But. Where's the reference point? Right. The the setup. But then I guess I guess there was a short, you know, like a YouTube shorts. And and I guess EC three cut this like one minute little thing talking about the journey begins and da 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 da. So I guess he was alluding to the fact that his ultimate goal is to be world's heavyweight champion, which is fine. Everybody's goal should be. But instead But why does he have to not be champion and national? I don't know. But it, I don't know if that means he's upgrading. I didn't realize that the that the the upgrade rule applies to that belt. I thought it only applied to the Lucky Seven TV title belt. I don't know. So overall, Power Power was actually a pretty good show. There was five matches. They were all fairly good. The results were a little weird, but that's that's fine. I'm fine with that. Um. And we do have at least two matches set. Two matches set for NWA 75. So Tyrus is defending the World's Heavyweight Championship against EC3. The other match, and I am most definitely looking forward to this, Camille defending the world women's title once again against Natalia Markova. Of course, those two had a banger at the Crockett Cup. You know we're going to get a good match there. That match is going to be amazing. And I honestly do think, Doctor, that this is the end for Camille. I think, she, I think she drops the belt here. I don't think she leaves. It wouldn't surprise me if she left. But with her husband still world television champion, that he hasn't been booked for a match yet. We still got plenty of time. We still got, what, five weeks or whatever. So we still got, but uh, we still got that match. And- you feel, you know, there's some guys, you know, like we used to say in the 80s, like Jake the Snake didn't need a belt or whatever like that. But do you think that Camille needs the championship for her, her character or her, you know, well, it'll be interesting to see it when she loses if she needs it. She reminds me a lot of Charlotte in that aspect. Uh, you know, Charlotte obviously is a lot like her dad. Uh, she needs gold more than she needs oxygen. Does Camille need that? 
time will tell. Eventually, she's going to have to lose. Yes. And I think there's no better person to drop the belt to than Natalia Markova because she's kicked ass in this company. I thought it was going to be genocide, but I think, I honestly think, Doctor, I think that because of her bad rap right now in the industry, I think anybody involved with Thunder Rosa's promotion has kind of gotten punished because genocide hasn't done jack since Thunder Rosa left. So I don't know what the scoop is there, but anyway. What happened to Thunder Rosa? I mean, I mean, she, she, she went to AW. She became their world champion and then she kind of like lost her mind or whatever. And then she got hurt. And I don't know. It was kind of crazy, but anyway, uh, not on this list, but was announced in an interview. Uh, Colby Carino will be cashing in his number one contender slot, and he will be going after Kerry Morton for the junior heavyweight title. I think that's going to be a good match. At all. I really don't. What? He's a better heel. Uh, I agree. I agree. He is a better heel. Um, This coming week on Power, Samantha Starr, of course, daughter of the perfect 10, Bibidal, yeah. Uh, she will be getting a shot at uh, Kenzie Page's women's television title, I think this coming Tuesday on uh, Power. Um, that'll be kind of cool. So the the card is not is, is still got booking left to do, obviously. We only have two matches, but we do have two title matches. Tyrus defending against EC3. Now the national title is vacant. And then Camille is defending the women's title against Natalia Markova. Now, I wonder if... Uh, now, last year, Camille... Defended the title twice at the seventy at NWA seventy four. She she wrestled Taya Valkyrie Saturday one, and she wrestled Max the Impaler Sunday one because she's that fucking good. So, um, so there was an inter- interview. The Billy interview we'll get to in a minute. It's on Fightful. Colin Tessier for uh, for Fightful does it. I like Fightful because it has our good our man uh, Brandon uh, Thurston. Yes. Uh. Trevor Murdoch did an interview where he said that NWA is going back to trying to stick to old school good guys and bad guys. And he and there's a bunch. Of, it's that's not check it up. Just like tri- it, but but I don't I don't see it. You got to stick to it. <laughs> I don't see it. I see guys flipping heels, wrestling heels, faces wrestling faces. I'm like, so Billy clearly is not practicing what he preaches. So I don't know what I don't I don't believe it. I don't I don't believe it. Like is throw Billy Silas a heel or a face? He's wrestling EC3 who's a heel. Is EC3 a heel against Tyrus? Is Tyrus a baby face? Camille's wrestling Natalia Markova. Is she a heel? But Camille's a face. Like what the fuck are you doing? Is Lada Belly own heels? Are these fucking stupid dick shit clowns? Are they heel? Like what the fuck is going on? Like. He says that he's that he's wants to do, but but none of them are acting that way. Yeah, you're right. So, and now here's the other interview. So, uh, speaking with Good Karma Wrestling, uh, with Jonathan Hood and Brian Rowitz, Corgan was asked to describe what the future looks for NWA TV streaming because that's a giant problem. He they are not part of Fight Plus. You have to buy their pay-per-views, which I think is fucking ridiculous. GCW, 
is 10 times more popular, I hate to say it, than the NWA, and their pay-per-views are free. As a matter of fact, Doctor, last Saturday, GCW was in our neck of the woods to a certain extent. They were up at Webster Hall in Hartford. In fact, the Susanator, Mr. Matt Souza, co-host of the Game Changing Podcast with uh, with Jennifer Smith over on the uh, No-So, uh, he was there Saturday, took a picture with my favorite wrestler, Nick Gage. Um, although I learned some things about Nick Gage this week that that gave me a little pause on a, in, a, in a good way to him, but we'll talk about that another day. Um, but yeah, you get power and anything NWA-related free on YouTube, but you still got to buy the pay-per-views. And I'll be honest with you, they're not worth – I even not think they're worth buying. I did buy the Crockett Cup. I just didn't think – and I did buy the last couple pay-per-views, but I just don't think they're worth buying. The last couple pay-per-views have been shitty. I agree. So, obviously, Billy bought the NWA in 2017. Powers the flagship show. That's Raw. Then he has NWA USA, which is kind of like SmackDown, but not really. So, Corrigan was asked to describe what the future looks like for NWA TV and streaming. First noted that he has talked to plenty, he said plenty of discussions over the past few years, and he couldn't get deals done with major streaming platforms. I talked to just about everybody in the sphere over the last few years. For a while, I was in discussions with WWE when they were more interested in bringing outside content onto the network. That didn't happen. They were very cool about it, though, so nothing but love there. I've talked to every major platform in the world. I don't have to roll the names out because I wasn't able to necessarily get those deals done. Corgan then emphasized that the NWA has to find network broadcast partners, and he stated that they have some good news coming up. He noted that this news will surprise people and get them talking about the direction of the NWA. Corrigan also made it clear that it is difficult for a wrestling promotion to grow without having the platform of a substantial broadcast partner. Quote, I think every, this is Billy, I think everything from here is we have to find network broadcast partners, which is absolutely true. We have some good news coming up, I think, that will surprise and get some people talking as far as where we're going. But at the end of the day, Dave Meltzer is not my friend. And of course, if you're a wrestling fan, you know who Dave Meltzer is. But I do agree with Dave Meltzer on one thing, which is if you don't have TV at the higher level, you're going to have a hard time drawing. And that is true. I think at the end of the day, wrestling always works in conjunction with television. We have a very robust YouTube channel where we put all our programming and we still partner with Fight on our pay-per-views. And our numbers are pretty good on YouTube. And they are, admittedly. I see a lot of clicks. You can see how many people are watching. So there's nothing to sneeze at there, but you're not getting any money out of that. You know? But until you can reach that larger public through broadcast, whether it's digital or classic old school networks, you're going to have a hard time really growing. So that's kind of where we're at right now. We're right on the precipice of that. When asked about the NWA's goals to grow and reach the next level, Corgan stated that he wants NWA to get to the point where it can compete with WWE. <laughs> yeah, right. That's funny. AEW. I even laugh at that. New Japan, eh, and AAA. He made it clear that the company has been aiming to prepare itself for a bigger run at a higher level. Corgan explained that this process has a number of parts, including building the product up. No shit. And then he, more quotes. In a recent interview, he clarified his comment regarding Tyrus. We talked about that. Uh, Corgan has, now here we go. Check out Corgan's comments about resisting taking outside money to help fund the NWA. Now, I've been saying this forever. Uh, 
want to lose the power. Speaking with the Toronto Sun, this is back in June, earlier, this is last month, explained that he has resisted taking outside money to help fund the NWA so that when he does find the right partner to bring the brand to the next level, he does need to convince anybody but himself. I kind of agree with that, but, but I think he's, I think uh, the, the, uh, you know, it, it hath run low. Well, and for some reason, he surprises us, like he says, with some kind of platform and the company starts catching on a little bit and he has a chance to take it to another level. He, he will need investors. There's no doubt about it. Hmm. Do I ever think they're, he, they're going to be in, he's ever going to be in the AEW WWE realm now? <laughs> I mean, you seriously, would, I mean, Oh shit. It's funny. I mean, Tony Khan was able to do it because he had some names and he got a contract, a TV contract. And he has a lot of money. Well, yeah, he had money backing him. You know, his dad, you know. Lots of money. Lots. Yeah, he um, had, you know, to, to get it started. I mean, and he's come a long way in a short period of time. But that's because of the TV deal. TV is where it was at. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, he, he's doing things that took WWE years to, years to, do, to get to. So, I mean, in a short period of time, whether you like it or you don't like it, that's just the, the facts. Yeah. And, so, But, you know, the market's out there. So, again... Because WWE set the template of how a wrestling company or a wrestling entertainment company could be run, yeah, if you get the right investors, but <laughs> NWA is going to have to do a lot better than, you know, uh, fuck sticks uh, against <laughs> La Rebellion. Fuck sticks the clown. Well, I mean, come on. I mean, no, but serious. I mean, you're, you're going to do something. You got to get some mean guys now. You can't go with like re retreads from years ago. You have to. You know, they started out AEW with Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks. You know, they got Chris Jer- You know, like, they got guys that had, a, you know, brand names. Right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We understand. We, we've we heard of Tyrus. We've heard of um, EC3 and um, Aaron Stevens. You know, a few of the guys, yeah. You know, those guys were mid-level guys. But you need, you need a big name. Yeah. And Billy doesn't have that. Couple of he doesn't, have the, he doesn't have the capital to get it. Not yet. But again, you know, he gets the TV contract. That could change the whole thing. But the thing about Billy is Billy has a vision. And obviously this is where him and Nick Aldis kind of fell off and all that. He has a certain vision. And, you know, there's an ego thing that comes part of it. And this is why some of these people are successful. I don't want to totally put them down because I think we all have an ego in our own way to get to become successful. Sure. But he's not going to want to give up that power. He likes to do the booking. He likes to do, he has ideas in his head of what he wants. Mm-hmm. And for him to get somebody to be, well, unless you get a partner that, 
you know, just is going to put the money up and doesn't really care about, you know, being involved, then that's a different story. Right. But I'm, I mean, if he tr- truly says what he's saying there and, and something and he could surprise us with a platform, this could take NWA to a, to a, the next level, not the big level, you know. The one thing that I don't like, and I don't want to say don't like, because there's a, there's a mis- I had to deal with this during the week this week with, with some people in the chat. Let me, let me make something very clear about my opinions on something. I do not hate GCW. I don't. I think they're a good promotion. I like Brett Lauderdale. Seems like a nice guy. I like, uh, what's his name? Blake Christian is their champion. Apparently he's an awesome heel. I went to a show, if you want to call it that, when I went to Janela's uh, lunch or, or Janela's brunch part. No, that was Effie. Whatever Janela spring break thing uh, last year at Mania or Mania weekend at the co- in the whatever that thing is called near the Cotton Bowl. Um, I mean, I may not be the biggest Nick Gage fan, but were you sober enough to remember the match? But, uh, well, the only one that I that I was not sober for was the Moxley match, and you know, I, who gives a shit? I mean, I totally you know, who cares? Gas. Um, I mean, I was paying nine bucks for 16 ounce tall boys of fucking PBR. So talk about flushing money down the toilet. But, uh, <laughs> um, but the thing about GCW is I'm very old school. I like storytelling. I like stuff in between. I just, I can't, it's very hard for me. And listen, we have GCW junkies in our, in our group. Jenny's, Jenny's a, a, a obsessed and that's great. And Sousa loves it. And the guys, in the, you know, and the, we got, there's a big contingent well, going to the big show again, in Detroit on Friday. And that's have fine. a market for but, people. Like the NWA is trying to do something different. There's a market for, you know, I think you got an overall wrestling fan. But then I think some wrestling fans like a, a, a niche. Right. Um, and that's fine. But I'm, a, I'm an old school wrestling fan who likes continuity. And it's very hard to follow a promotion when you're just doing a monthly show and nothing else. I know, I know, you know, it's without having some kind of TV to kind of follow along. It's very hard for me to kind of getting engaged. I, I totally agree with you. I but, was, but I, that, but that, but I mean, eventually maybe GCW will do that. I don't know. I uh, wish I could have gone to that Webster hall show. I would have gone. I didn't realize they were in Hartford. I got to pay more, better attention to that. Um, yeah, I didn't really, I follow that. I don't remember seeing anything about it. Well, you got to get their tickets. The one thing about GCW, I think you have to get their tickets through Eventbrite. And now I have an Eventbrite account, so I'll, I'll be able to see them. But I looked at their schedule. Uh, I think they got something down in – well, tonight they're in the city. Tonight, right. or recording Friday night. They're down at uh, Melrose. Tonight. So if, if we didn't have – if I don't have a weekend plan, I'm going, to, going up to uh, uh, the uh, Rhode Island Palace of Auburn Hills uh, this weekend, uh, then I would not uh, – I, I might have gone tonight. Well, who knows? The way my night went, fuck that shit. I wish I, I wish I did have. I, I, trust me, after after the day I had, I would rather have light tubes smashed in my face. So, but uh, um, no, but it, you know what? I like a good hardcore match every so often, but I don't want to have every single match be the same. And and I have heard, and I have heard, like Sean Kidd and some guys that have gone to shows are like, yes, they sometimes do kind of go a little too far, and and it kind of take the starch out of it. They do have good solid in ring work. I did watch a couple of their cards on Fight Plus Mania weekend out in L.A. I did watch them, and they were they were okay. Cardona wrestled. That was kind of cool. Uh, 
if you want to watch, if you have Fight Plus, you could. I, I forgot. I think it's my name is or, I, or clean your clean it up or clean yourself up. I don't remember what the name of the show is. But if you go to if you have the a Fight Plus account, if you have the Fight Plus subscription, and go to go there and you could watch the GCW show from last Saturday night in Hartford. I don't know if they're taping tonight. They probably are. So the show that's going on tonight, Friday, as we're recording, uh, down at the Melrose Ballroom in the city, is probably being taped. So wouldn't surprise me. Um, Billy, if Billy doesn't have that kind of thing going for him, uh, then he needs he needs capital, and that means a TV deal and to get an influx of cash. Well, I think that's that's I think this whatever this next thing is going to be this platform. That's why I'm interested. That's why. You know, it's going to be. I, I, that's why I say it may be hard for us to totally give up on this. We got to see what's where it's going to go. We followed it from the beginning. I, yeah. I agree. I agree. But and and I I I know we haven't really broken the fourth wall yet. So, um, but a lot rides on. Uh, uh, there's a lot riding on NWA seventy five. We're we're not happy with this, and that we would consider. You know, you know. Look at you. You don't. You don't even like building the drama, do you? You just kind of blurt stuff out. You're. You just don't even. You don't even care about the drama. I was building, building, telling Billy that the clock's ticking. It was like the Millennium Man, and you just. You just say it. You just say it. You're well, so real. You love being real. Because that's who I am. But you took all the drama out of it. You took all the fun. What drama? You, There's no drama there. We either. either we're gonna. You. You just said it at the top of the show. <laughs> if, if well, I was being I was being mildly I was being mildly sarcastic. Then people probably aren't taking me seriously. But yes, if they NWA, the clock seriously, you know. the clock might be. T- let's put it this way: I might as well say it since Doctor G already fucking kicked the can. The clock might be ticking on the NWA Saturday special. If if I don't if I don't like, I already told Doctor G he has no say. If I don't like the way NWA seventy five goes, maybe we'll have, have a match. At the Saturday, well, then have your own. It could be you and uh, fucking Kyle Davis. You could both wear shirts. The NWA Saturday special with Doctor G and Callum McDougal, <laughs> Doctor the Kettle Man. <laughs> um, Ooh, that has a good ring to it. So we'll see. We'll see. Because I I feel like I I don't want to lose listeners because of the content. People really like us. People are very loyal to you and I, just like people are loyal to Justin and I, Jr. and I over on the Place Be Podcast. And we've changed the format of that show like eight times in the 13 years we've done it, 12 and a half years we've done that show. We've changed formats like four times and people stay because they like listening to us. And I feel the same way as about you and I. I think people enjoy the content, but I think there's going to be a point where people are just going to tune in to listen to us banter about other topics. I, I mean, so. the only thing that's kind of making me mildly interested is, is the fact that he if he truly does have a platform you know yeah like a, i don't know i don't know does he i don't know a broadcast partner that would be kind of cool because so i we'll think see. that that'll bring some infusion of money and i'll believe it when i see it i think he's blown smoke up my ass i'll be honest i think he's blown smoke up my ass we'll see so we'll see Anyway, that'll do it for this week's show. Nice little brisk half hour. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, follow us on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. Uh, you can follow our personal Twitters if you'd like at Scott C. Podfather at Dr. G. PTV. But definitely follow the brand at PTBN Wrestling. We do the wrestling time travel. Uh, today in history, 
one of the shows, at least today, uh, well, today, Saturday, it sh- at this point, the Twitter, the tweet should have dropped already uh, with the shows in history today. But yesterday, Doctor, January, uh, July 14th, 1991 was the Great American Bash. And what's funny is the original poster had Flair versus Luger for the world title. Of course, that didn't happen because Flair left and went, came to New York, as they said back in the uh, territory days. He went to New York. And, uh, of course, that show is historically one of the biggest pieces of crap ever done. <laughs> Um, but that was, that was this date yesterday, July 14th, uh, 1991. Uh, so check that out on our Twitter. We've had some great stuff this week on, on, uh, on the PTB. We've had, um, extreme resurrection, uh, with Grooney and Steve Riddle, new episodes of highway to the impact zone and a new episode of NWA crock and roll. I know you'll be finally making your return with your, uh, healing vocal cords, uh, coming up this week, we'll have a new episode of the place be podcast. New episode of Through the Looking Glass. Dave Hall and I had a very unique, very different episode. I think you'll like it, Doctor. Very businessy, but also very uh, contenty during the Attitude Era. I think you'll like it. So check out this week's episode. It'll drop on Wednesday morning. Uh, the newest episode of Through the Looking Glass. Uh, new episode of Pod of Honor should drop this week. Steve, Willie, and myself. Uh, it's gonna be a fun week of wrestling podcasts. Check us out on all of our platforms. Uh, the uh, the No So which, of course, includes the Jenny position, as well as the PTB Pop Experience. And, of course, here, the Mothership, Old Reliable, the PTB Wrestling Network. And, by the way, I mentioned this gentleman on Through the Looking Glass. You'll know what I mean when you hear the show later this week. I want to give a shout-out to one of my favorite guys, one of our newest members of the PTB family, Luke Jennings. Luke uh, hosts two great shows on this network. One you'll hear later today. It drops every Saturday at 2 o'clock. It's the uh, Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast where they, he, he goes over a, a classic episode of Memphis television, right in your wheelhouse, Dr. G. You should check it out. And then uh, Mondays, he has the Monday Night Project, which is a, he'll go through historical episodes. of. Not he doesn't go chronologically. He kind of bounces around, but he does historical episodes of Monday Night Raw and the occasional pay-per-view. Uh, so check that out. So he the guy does two great shows. So please check it out on our feed. The Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast drops every Saturday at 2 o'clock and every, every Monday morning at 9 uh, is the Monday Night Project. So check those out. They're really fun shows. Have a great weekend. Be safe. If you're having any picnics, it's summertime. Uh, and we will talk to you next Saturday, and we'll see what this new episode of Power brings and if there's any more news from Billy on something that may or may not happen. Have fun, everybody. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Ciao to the fuck sticks. Ugh. Yabo the stick and Rufo the fuck. Or whatever. Yeah.